Hello! I'm looking forward to sharing this episode with you today. Every once in a while, we share some Her Story episodes. We call them Her Story. And it's just women in our community sharing their stories of becoming women of wellness. So for the month of September, on Fridays, we're going to be having some bonus episodes of Food Freedom Alumni women sharing their food freedom journeys and their food freedom stories. And today is a really great kickoff episode for you. I want to introduce you to Robin. She has an incredible story of going basically from 30 plus years of dieting behavior, strict dieting, to learning the process of surrendering and trusting, trusting her body trusting a completely different process than she had followed for 30 years. And you guys are going to love her story so much because there's so much peace and healing throughout the whole episode. So we recorded this episode kind of as a a look back on um, the food freedom program. And so I, I, I mentioned some of the modules in there. And so you'll, you'll kind of get that. Um, you guys are here for the, the raw stuff, right? The real stuff. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And I hope more than anything that it resonates with you. If you are in a space where you want to get out of dieting, you want to release that in your life, or you, you realize it's not working, but you don't really know what else to do. Like it, it's, it's been part of your life for so long, or it feels like the only path toward your goals or even the only path of safety, right? Feeling like I, the only way I know how to be safe around food or like strict and not lose control is on a diet. This episode is for you. And you're going to hear how 30 years of dieting and just a few short months of food freedom and food freedom healing completely change Robin's perspective, her life, her goals, and her confidence in her ability to move forward and what she's working on. So I cannot wait for you to listen to this. If you love this, just a reminder, the doors to our food freedom program are opening soon. So make sure if you want to know all of the details, get yourself on the wait list at awomanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom. Okay, I cannot wait to share this episode with you. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. 
Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. So the takeaway for me anyway, is exactly what you just said. When I started Food Freedom, I felt desperate. I felt anxious and a lot of negative feelings just about myself, about my, where I am, my failures, all of those things. And it was a heightened sense of negative for lack of a better word. It was just, just heightened stress. And now on the other side of going through the course and the modules and going back and listening to the replays and all the things I've learned, absolutely it's an empowerment because I feel the opposite of heightened stress. I feel the opposite of that. I do feel more confident. I feel calm. I feel confident in my ability to make decisions for my body and not just have to follow somebody's food plan. I mean, that, that whole idea to me is just now mind blowing on the other side of, I, I mean, I'm, I'll just be honest, I'm 50. So I've been dieting for over 30 years. And so to, to be free from someone else's idea of a food plan and what I should eat and how many day, how many times a day you should eat and never have a snack and never have sugar or whatever it is, totally empowering now. Yeah. And I, um, I hope, do you mind if I share a little bit of some of the stuff you shared with me? No, go right ahead. If so, it helps someone else, then I'm, I'm game. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring in this. So first things first is one of the coolest analogies that you shared with me that I loved, um, is that you said it's an, the analogy of a porcupine, the quills, where right. when the porcupine like feels a heightened sense of fear, those quills start to go up. And yes. what you kind of mentioned was that like in food before food freedom, those quills were like always up. It was like afraid of food because you had gone through a program that was like, you can't have, what was it? Flour and sugar for flour a long sugar time. And only three meals a day. And you weigh and measure every bite of food. And there's a, there's no such thing as a snack. And, you know, if you're hungry, I guess it's just too bad. I mean, that's, I did that for four years, for four years and the porcupine quills exactly. And I still feel that way. I still feel like coming into food freedom. I was a porcupine with the needles, the quills up, up, up all the time, afraid of food, afraid of choices, afraid of eating a snack, afraid of sugar, afraid of flour, afraid of everything. And, and the porcupine came into mind because I did feel this heightened sense of fear, anxiety. I didn't trust myself. And I was like a wild animal, like just kind of wild in my thinking. And now those quills have flattened out and it's so much more calm. But the great thing is when I feel, when i when the, when my brain has gone back into diet mode, like inadvertently, 
I can feel the quills come up and I'm like, whoa, danger quills. And now I'm able to, to squelch that really quickly and not let those quills to start to grow and be heightened. Yeah. So my porcupine is kind of my, kind of my flag, kind of like the, a little bit of not a red flag, but the yellow flag, like, Ooh, danger might be coming. Yeah. So what do I do? You know? And so then I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do? And realign, exactly. Realign, honor my hunger and fullness. Those kinds of things. Basic skills, food freedom skills. Exactly. And, and you're right. Like, okay, you're, you're a, I can share this. You're a violin teacher. And so a music, uh, only violin yeah. music, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Violin. I'm a violin. I have okay. a violin studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I specifically, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask this and I, I'm going to see if this is the right answer. So what I used to play the piano and I remember my piano teacher would tell me before a recital, he said, practice it slow mm-hmm. and count and methodical, like do every single note slowly so that when you are up to perform, you can perform at full speed. Do you teach that to your students? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I wish more of my students would listen to me. I'm so (laughs) glad that you listened to your piano teacher. Yes, I'm a violin teacher and I have a studio. And just this week, I had a a violin workshop with with my whole studio, basically. we talked about that every day, like we're rushing, you're going too fast, you're making mistakes, get with the metronome, all of those things. So true. You've got to, and I always tell my students, I'm not impressed with speed. I'm not impressed with speed. I'm impressed with the right notes and the right rhythm and the and that you're not rushing and that you feel the internal pulse of the music kind of thing. And so you can always speed up later. You know, that's what I tell them. And so I feel like food freedom for me is those basic skills that, okay, you've, you're just going to get this right and you can grow and you can get, get better and, and faster at being resilient, but you can't just start on that. Give me the food plan. Yeah. I mean, that's like jumping the gun. Like it's so much more than food. So much more. It totally is. And it's such a beautiful analogy. You said like, I don't care about the speed and me as a food coach is the same exact answer, right? You are on a journey that's unique to you. And when those feelings of porcupine quills start to come up, those feelings maybe of fear, like we can recognize those feelings we have a moment to be aware of them. That's the first step. And then to say, okay, how can I go back to the basics? And I hope you don't mind if I bring a little bit of a story up um, for you as well as, you know, those, when I mentioned in module two, to bring in, um, bring in all foods and for four years, you'd been without flour and sugar I'm sure that some right. of those porcupine quills started going up. Like, I don't know how to do this. And without- I was thinking, absolutely. I would think, what do you mean? Let all foods in you. That means you could have a sandwich. Like what's Elizabeth talking about? Like a sandwich with like bread, like real bread, not like a rice cake. Yeah. Yeah. So 
we want to hear the rest of that story because I think this will be very powerful for a lot of people um, is what's the rest of that story when you, I, I'm going to preface it by saying you started, you kind of said, oh, so that means I can have the bread, like I could have a sandwich for lunch, like I can actually have what I want. Would you be willing to share the rest of that story with us? Oh, absolutely. So it was, it was a moment of leap of faith. I thought, okay, I if I want to get out of diet culture, which says in my diet culture that I was in, said you, you can't have a sandwich because that has flour in it, and uh, that's you just can't have flour. I mean, you just never can have flour. So I thought, okay, leap of faith. Elizabeth says I can have a sandwich if that's what I really want, and that's what I really wanted. And I started having some sandwiches. And I felt, and, and what happened is mentally, my happy button, I call it the happy button, in my head was like turned on. Like, whoa, this feels amazing. I love sandwiches. Love, love, love sandwiches. And you know, I've been eating some, and I don't eat sandwiches every day, but I want them every day. But at first I did. At first I'm like, oh, I can have a sandwich and I have this freedom to have a sandwich. And now I have a sandwich when I want without guilt or shame and nothing, nothing drastic happened. That was going to be my next question. Did your worst fears come true or did, no. or did it work out? <laughs> it all worked out. It all worked out. It's, um, and now I can't believe when I look back, I can't believe how afraid I was of eating a sandwich. But it was real at the time. It was real at the time. And for some people, it might be chocolate or pizza or, I mean, you could, you could insert X, Y, Z for the sandwich. But for me, it was just having a sandwich and nothing bad happened. And I enjoy sandwiches. And some days I might have, I might have two sandwiches, like, and nothing bad happened. And what really the opposite happened is I got happy in my head, happy in my head, because what I also have learned, if I can't be happy in my head, then I am not going to be happy in my body and I'm not going to be able to make changes when I want to step into, you know, intentional weight loss or whatever I want to step into. If you're not happy, that's not going to happen anyway. That was another big takeaway. You've got to get happy. Yeah. And sandwiches, you know, do make me happy. Exactly. And I love, I was going to ask that question. You said nothing bad happened. And I was going to say, did something good happen? And you already jumped in and said, that's the best part about it is that my worst fear, you know, this explosion of weight gain, I guess we would say like, that was kind of, that's a general fear that people have when they bring food back in. And, you know, essentially like, it's really, it's real. And, and we, we allow feelings around here. We invite those feelings. It's okay to feel real feelings, real feelings of fear that like, I don't, I don't know how to do this because I have, I don't have any evidence that this has worked for me. I only have evidence that if I'm like strict with food, then I'm in control. But when I release that strictness, I'm out of control. And so I do have some evidence of out of control too. And so it's normal that you're going to say, well, I'm scared and I'm nervous, right? I'm, I'm scared right. of what's going to happen. And what I loved 
is that you, you stepped into this idea of trusting the process, right? There is a process to food freedom. There's a framework on purpose and choosing to step into it and creating new evidence now that you do have safety and confidence and happiness with food. And the cool thing is now is like, you're just continuing to build more and more of that evidence for yourself that you can do that. And you, you can have food freedom without the diets and you can step into some of those goals and you can work toward those things from a place of food freedom. And you got to, you got to prove that that worst fear didn't have to come true. My friend, I want to know if you can relate to this story a woman in our community shared recently. I always worry about what I eat and what I look like. My self-esteem is wrapped up in what the scale says, and then I turn to emotional eating. I use food for everything, celebrations, rewards, boredom, stress, and sadness. My world revolves around food, and I honestly can't envision a place where I don't think about food 24-7. Send help. If you also find yourself on and off diets, restricting and binging, emotional eating, gaining and losing the same pounds, and ultimately consumed with thoughts about food and your body 24-7, our Food Freedom Program was created for you. Inside this immersive course and group coaching program, I take you through the exact process you need to heal your relationship with food, your relationship with your body, and ultimately achieve your best health ever. And yes, that can include weight loss without having to go on another diet ever again. My friend, no matter how long you've been dieting or struggling with shame in your body, food freedom is your answer to full and complete healing. Take a minute to imagine being able to have mental space for life and not just food. To have freedom to eat without tracking, weighing, or measuring anything. Freedom from feeling like a failure at the end of the day. Freedom from having to stay within your food budget for the day. Freedom from sabotage and all or nothing thinking and ultimately freedom to feel good and confident in your body and show up for the life you want to live. We do this and more inside our signature food freedom program. All you need to do is head to awomanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom and get on the wait list. So you'll be the very first to know when our next round opens up. I want you to know that a life without dieting is possible for you and it's better than you can ever imagine. Come join me in food freedom and I will be your coach every step of the way. Was there like a moment or a thought that helped you surrender? Like, how do you go from feeling, I I don't know, like, I I think this would be really helpful for someone to hear. Like, how do you, how did you, you know, sometimes it's hard to put trust in someone or something. And maybe you've tried the the number one thing I get with food freedom a lot is like, I failed so many times. I'm going to fail again. How am I supposed to trust that this is a different thing when I have so right. many other evidence, so much other evidence that this, this thing I trusted in didn't work. Where did that surrender come in for you? Two places. 
the first, I, and I will tell you this uh, background story, just a quick one. But when I found your podcast and I went back to episode one, and, and I think you have 79 episodes now, but I remember, I'll, I'll never forget the day. It was February 2nd. It was cold in the state of Oklahoma. And I was feeling super down on myself, feeling the diets have failed. The diets have failed again, 30 years plus of dieting. I mean, I've, I've done it all. I've done crazy things, crazy things. And I was feeling down on myself and I was tired of the diet world. And I started listening to your podcast and I thought, okay, there's this, this sounds, this is ringing true. This, this is ringing true. However, on the flip side, I had to hit that rock bottom where it didn't matter whether food freedom was going to work or not. I couldn't and wouldn't go back into diet world. It, it, even if that meant, okay, you're just going to have to be whatever size you're going to end up being. I couldn't go into it. I couldn't do it mentally or physically anymore. I was about to be 50 and I was tired of diet world. It was exhausting and thinking about measuring and weighing food. So part of it was I really had to do that crash and I cried a lot. I cried a lot because I was scared. Is the, is food freedom going to work? I don't know. I had no evidence of that. I, I had, I mean, there's podcasts, there's articles there's all kinds of things about intuitive eating but I thought I don't know I, I, I've got to try something and I remember laying on the floor like literally laying on the floor and having that emotional meltdown saying I've got to do something else and so I had that kind of breakdown and and I thought okay quills down you're gonna have to try something else allow food back in. Again, it wasn't easy at first. No. Is it easy today? Much more, much easier, but you know, do I feel the quills come up occasionally? Yes, sometimes, but I have 30 years of quill repair to do, you know, it's not, it's not going to happen overnight, but I feel so much more confident now. And I don't, I don't want to go into diet mode. And the thing is, I guess a simple answer to your question is why should you surrender? Because diets don't work and you're not going to be happy. I mean, I, I have evidence of that. Maybe diet. I mean, maybe you might lose. I mean, I lost 47 pounds on a diet once. That was a significant amount of weight, but it was hard to maintain. And was I happy? No. I looked good in the mirror. People gave me lots of compliments and accolades and wow, and look at all this weight you've lost. But I couldn't keep up with it. And I was not happy. And I sure didn't. And two, my body knew when I would try to go back into that mode. I mean, I really believe that. My body, I would say, okay, well, today I'm going to wait. I know what to do. I know how to lose 47 pounds. I'm going to weigh and measure on my food and I'm not going to eat flour. I'm not going to eat sugar. And the day would come and I would start and I would feel miserable. I couldn't even make it through the day. I couldn't string a day together 
with eating on that food plan. And I think my body said, we can't do this anymore. Like literally. And I knew I didn't want to go into that struggle. So if you're tired of the struggle, that's where the surrender comes. You have to, I was tired of the struggle. And it, even within food freedom, there were some moments that I thought, well, should maybe I should go back onto a diet. I mean, look at, you've gained some weight. You don't look so good in the picture from vacation or whatever, but that that's where the struggle begins again. That mental struggle. Should I, should I do this? Maybe I should, maybe I should just do it for, you know, whole 30 or whatever. But the struggle comes back in and the quills come up and there's the difference. I don't want to struggle anymore. So there's where the surrender, but you have to want to not struggle anymore. And is it worth it on the other side? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, yeah, I'm speechless. <laughs> I just think it's so cool to hear this story um, and hear just your journey. Like, I think that's the, the best part about it is um, like, I think sometimes we, especially with traditional diet plans, we see someone's really extreme journey. Like usually you say, you see the diet plan and they say, I lost a hundred pounds in three months or I don't even know something crazy. And if it's, it has this level of excitement, but it also has this level of um, distance to it. Like, well, how would that even be possible for me? And, and what you've discussed today of, of how food freedom has really changed everything for you is that it has, it's been a step by step and it's, and it's been simple steps and like someone that is in surrender mode and feeling like they don't want to do that, but they don't know why I feel like they can relate so much to this because it's, I don't know if the right word is like, it's not an extreme example. It's the next step and the next step and surrendering at this step and surrendering at this step and trusting the process and, and recognizing that like, all it is, is taking those next steps one at a time and realizing that the transformation is tremendous, but it doesn't feel as far away as some of those other things. Do, do you agree? Absolutely. And I would like to say this. When you're taking the baby steps and you're working the program, I didn't realize really until very recently within the last few days. So I don't know how many weeks that's been, but how much mentally, like the mental changes that have happened. And the peace around food and the stress level and all of this. Because when you're working the program, I think we still have, or I had this anticipation of, okay, it's got it. These are, these are the results I want to see. I want to see X, Y, Z. I want this much weight to come off or whatever. You're still in the focus. The, the focus is still wrong. You know, the, fo that's, the struggle is still there. The struggle is still there. So Yes, I had some struggles, but I had to let that go and say, okay, 
I'm going to trust this. I'm going to do my modules. I'm going to, and I wasn't a journal person. I'll just be honest. I wasn't a journal person and I wouldn't say I really am now, but I have been working my modules kind of in a journal form and it's really amazing to look back and to see where I started and to feel in that sense of anxiety of like, is this going to work? You know, is this going to work? And now on the other side of that, which is really in a shorter amount of time, I totally feel different, totally feel less stressed and know that I have evidence that I can make good decisions and be confident around food and be confident in my and showing up is how I am today. Yeah. And to make, you know, to make decisions. And is it worth it to surrender? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I wanted to bring up this idea too. Some people ask, well, how long does this process take? And, you know, I don't, I don't always have an answer for that, but I, I think what you're showing is like, yeah, we've had 30 years of dieting behaviors and body image struggles, which we talk about in module one. Um, and look, if you were to look at it and say for the last, I mean, let's just say, okay, food freedom is what, 10 weeks long. And then you found the podcast in February. So it's like five months to mm -hmm. be able to essentially not erase, but, but, but heal 30 Absolutely. years in five months. That's pretty profound. Oh yeah. And when I, it, there's no doubt in my mind that it's healing. It's not like, oh, just do this, just do this cleanse or do, I mean, this is true healing, true healing. And you're right. Five, five months. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll take five months of true healing because there's, again, I wouldn't go back on into diet culture. I wouldn't do any of that now. Yeah. It's not worth it. it all. And I'm not saying um, and on the flip side, because I know intuitive eating sometimes gets a bad rap. Do I go and binge on junk food and pizzas and you, you fill in the blank every? No, I don't. I mean, but do I sit around and eat salads and worry about it? No, I don't do that either. I mean, it's finding that pendulum swing back to the middle. Do I have pizza sometimes? Yes. Do I have a sandwich? Almost every day because that's my happy food. Do I have chocolate? Yes. I mean, do I mean I, I do I have a glass of wine sometimes? Sure. Yeah. And I, I think it's I think it's finding again that middle, and the middle is where happy comes when the pendulum starts to to settle back to the middle. The happy comes, and I think so many women I like. I know we're in kind of the food freedom call, but I think there's so many women that would just love to have that piece. And even, you know, within food freedom, that idea of like, what, what are some of those areas that I still need to work on to, 
to get that piece a little bit more solid. So you mentioned that like, you still have a little bit of body stuff come up based on some of the things that happened when you were younger. And I love that you're, you know, you can say, okay, I see that this is a tendency for me or, or something that happens. And now I have that tool, like we talked about before to say, okay, I see that this is, this is a little porcupine quill coming up and, and trying to tell me something from my past. And I can use this for good. And I can say, okay, what are you trying to tell me? Oh, I need to double down on my body freedom practice or have, you know, like, then you go back to the tool, you go back to the tool that you've learned and say, oh, I know exactly what to do with this when this situation comes up. And it's in the ability to recognize it. I would have never, six months ago, I wouldn't have recognized that at all. Yeah. And that's like, uh, I always say this, but I feel like you wrapped this whole call, call up in a pretty bow where it was like, food freedom is a process. It's a daily pursuit. It's not necessarily a destination and we don't want it to be because it's your life that you're living. And the daily, the joy is to be found in the daily pursuit and not at some future distant point, you know, in the future. Exactly. Exactly. So cool. I'm so glad that you were here and shared this. I, I really, I love where this went because I think it puts together everything. And that's exactly what module five is about is just saying, okay, we're going to put this together and, and pursue food freedom in your daily life. And module 5.3, what you just mentioned is like taking messy action. You're going to take some tweaks and make some changes and knowing that there's going to be messy action happening. And then, you know, with module 5.4 is okay. How can I be resilient? How can I make some changes? Um, I have tools now that I can go back and do. So thank you. Well, I, to me, module five overall was, again, that wrapping it up place. And that's probably, I mean, I, I, I took something from every module, but for me now, module five is my go-to. Like, I know that's where I can get the answers. Yeah. But had module five been module one, it wouldn't have worked. Nope. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. So you can't jump the gun and do it out of order there's a you're right there's a reason there's an order it's just like playing the violin you don't start learning the beethoven violin concerto until you learn how to do twinkle twinkle little star i mean you can't get it out of order and i was in diet culture was out of order for too long i was cranking up to a 10 it was all about get, get your body into shape and wear this side's clothes. And then you're going to be happy and you're happy, thin and free, you know, thin and three. And there's actually a book title called happy, thin, thin and free. And I read the book, unfortunately, and uh, that freedom at the cost of flour and sugar. And uh, I'm out. That's not freedom. Yeah. And that's not what food freedom, like, that's not if you're in food freedom and you want that, then maybe you're not in the right place, right? Like that, if you don't want to enjoy food or, or feel like you want to be really strict, there's lots of other places out there, but yeah, food freedom is, is really about the enjoyment of food and the enjoyment of your body and the experience of food. It doesn't have to be a bad and a good thing. It doesn't have to have all these labels. And really, I would say surrender is the key. 
if you really are tired of being on a diet and feeling the porcupine quills and heightened sense of awareness all the time, you've got to surrender and let the food back in. And I was scared and I thought I was going to eat the whole pan of brownies and the whole large pizza. And there were days that I overeat. Absolutely. Did I have guilt about things? Yes. But it was a process. Yeah. And will, will there be days that I overeat? I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm learning. I'm learning and I'm spiraling up and not spiraling down. And I'm, I'm ready to tweak, but again, you can't tweak. And this is just, again, book of me, like you said, Elizabeth, you can't tweak if you're in a place of heightened sense of stress. Yeah. So you've got to start with module one and, and surrender and trust it. Yeah. Change comes from a place of peace. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I believe in my heart of hearts that that's the only time it's going to change and stick. I mean, yeah, I could go on a diet and maybe lose however much weight in 30 days. Is that going to stick? Are you going to be happy? No. Yeah, no. exactly. Right. Like the, the, it's available to you, but is that the lifestyle that you want to live? And for those of us in food freedom, the answer is no. And that's why we're here. That's right. Oh my goodness. Oh, so good. Okay. I'm going to call this a module five pep talk. That's what I'm going to add to the, because it was, and I think it's helpful for anyone that is going through module five, but also maybe is in even module two and like, okay, I need to, I need a little bit of light kind of, I need to see some light at the end of the tunnel if I'm struggling with something in the middle of it. And I just, I think that was so powerful. So I'm, I'm really glad that we had this discussion today and I think, oh, everyone's going to really love it. (coughs) So thank you. Well, again, I'm a real person with real emotion and I'm just telling you, this is my experience. It's, it's, it's priceless. It's really a priceless thing to have peace around food, to have peace in my own body, to have, you know, peace of mind there to have peace of mind is huge. It's just Mm -hmm. huge coming from a place of calm, making changes from a place of peace and confidence and tweaking in it, in that middle pendulum versus like out on the outer edge, like feeling so stressed all the time. I think that's where change comes from. And Again, do I have it all figured out? No, but it's a daily process. And I know where I can go if I start to feel anxiety and stress and the quills come up. It's module five, like you said, and and that worksheet, module five, four. What if I feel this? What if I, what if then? Here's your answer. And you've given us the answers to that, Elizabeth. So thank you for your hard work and uh, for food freedom. Yay, go for freedom. Food freedom. I love it. I'm so, so glad. So we are done with module five. Um, and then um, I'm going to be sharing this week about um, next steps and things. So um, anyone that's watching the replay, I'll, I'll be posting a little bit more about that, but um, okay. I feel like this has been a wonderful discussion. So thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you, Elizabeth. And 
And I would say just one last thing yeah. is don't give up. Don't give up on yourself yeah. for any, anybody listening to this replay. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. You're worth it. You're worth, you're worth it. Yeah. Worth more than a number on a scale. You're worth more than the tag inside your jeans that says whatever you're worth more than that. And so surrender and work the program because it's, yeah. it's life-changing. Wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that. That makes, that makes, that makes me feel good to, to be here and hear that because I love how much it's changed for you. And that's so powerful. I think there's so much power in that. So Thank you so, so much. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.